tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Sons of Anarchy fans. How are you? Welcome to the very first Sons of Anarchy after show here on AfterBuzz TV for season seven of the show. The episode is entitled Black Widower. I'm Matt Lieberman. Uh, and joining me on the panel all season long, uh, our co-founder and executive producer Kevin Undergaro is back with us. Yeah, tough, tough watch, man. Yes. It's a tough watch. Uh, wow. Stephen Lemieux is here as well. Hello. Hey, guys. Good to be on the panel this season. Yeah. Glad you're out in front of the camera, man. Yeah, Always I'm, good to have you at the table. I'm not locked in the dungeon here. Yeah. No, you're not locked in the cage at uh, at, at Red Woody. <laughs> I'm not tied to a chair in front of salt, hammers, and oh, Jesus. pliers. And We're going to get into all that. Unfortunately, uh, Chrisley uh, Kennedy could not join us. Uh, this week, she's not going to be here next week either, but she will be here for the rest of the season. Uh, so we're going to be very excited to have her back as always. So, gentlemen, this premiere, uh, supersized, lots to talk about, very, very dark. We just, we literally just came out of a room watching it, so uh, we're still a little bit speechless. Uh, at that, those final moments, but uh, watching Jax's slide into. Just utter despair, scorched earth. Keep going with the slide. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's into hell. It's into I think hell. This it's... is your mythic mm-hmm. journey into hell, all from killing the pastors to just everything. He's just fully committed now. Yeah. There's there was a righteous path that he was on at one point mm-hmm. where he was doing these bad deeds, but it was for some greater good. Right. And now it's just. <laughs> Well, it was it was last season, right? Last season, especially, was was very much about being torn between bringing the club into into the the next stage where they step away we're from violence. Be legit. Yeah, where they were going to be legit, uh, and ultimately, you know, sacrificing himself for his family and putting his family ahead of the club, only to have all of that repaid with blood. Uh, and he's right now, you know, the title Black Widower. This is a guy whose soul has is completely black at this point. I mean, what do you think, though? Because from the beginning of the series, he's always been trying to bring Sam Crow up to the legitimate standpoint. Mm-hmm. Now they technically, I mean, all things considered, they are from a legitimate standpoint. Now they got out of guns. They're really they're doing porn. They're doing ice cream. Like they're doing things that aren't as. Scandalous with their business side, but, but they then, also but dropped they also, four bodies this week. They dropped four bodies well, that, this week. Yeah, but five if you count the message in prison. Do you think? But Jax has been on the upswing most of this most seasons. Even though he's had those times, do you think this is like the fall of the angel, and they're going to try to bring it back from the end of the season of him to rise from the ashes? Or do you I, think it's just down too late? Right? It might be. I mean, it feels have, pretty. Dark. I feel like it, you have to balance it off as. As difficult as it's going to be, he's such a dark character now. I mm-hmm. feel like he might just have that one final decision where he gives himself for mm-hmm. a greater good. But I don't even know how the hell you do that because he. I feel like he's so far gone. 
I feel like so many bad things are coming. I, I how the kids get out of this is going to be That's really that's the yeah. big question for me. Uh, to me, we we've lost him to grief. It's going to be very very hard. But, like I don't see a reason for him. The, okay. There's one way out. Yeah, is that is when he really, when he finds out everything he's done's been based on a lie. Mm-hmm. The lie being the mother killing Tara and then the greater lie of oh my god, I've bought into all of her bullshit. Her bullshit with Clay, and maybe we'll even find out that they killed JT or she was behind. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, we haven't. He might just find out that it was all on her, that she is the Black Widow, and that, you know, th- he might have that last moment of like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Everything I've done up till. Every, my, everything. Everything from the time I was a baby well, till now <laughs> has been based on. This wicked woman and her mm-hmm. manipulations and but, her yeah, acts of Steven. evil. But but tell me that though, because you were talking about his redeeming thing. Oh, his one act of martyrdom at the end there could be the thing that brings it back. Maybe, but then maybe we, maybe. But then I don't feel sorry for a character who. That's everything. Yeah. I didn't say I felt sorry for him. Okay, I I literally ended this show and I like I hate seeing it because. I love this show. We all love the show. I mm-hmm. know our fans love the show. And I think one of the things they like about us is that we don't kick the tires, but we're we all we're all in on the yeah. ride, literally and figuratively. Yeah. But I, at the end of this, I said I I, I don't think I I don't think I can. I, what I say to you guys? Yeah, I, you I, said I, feel, I don't know if I'm, I I think I might be out. Be out because yeah. I just the violence and. Um, I, it was just right. it was too and, and I and I and let, let's be clear it's let's, hard to root for him right. I, I don't know how I can what characters I can well, root for let, on this let's be clear the show has always been violent yes. Jax has always dealt out violence but we've never I, I can't remember the last time that we saw him so coldly and emotionlessly right. deal out senseless violence based on a flawed premise <laughs> without without even asking you'd think that he would want an admission not asking one question not asking not letting the guy talk not talking to him at all no and I felt bad for the guy because he was just you know a lot of times right. I don't know you know the the I, I think of just some random things I think of the 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 guard remember who um, was involved with one of the killings and then they got they later on they found the guard and killed him I mean right, right. Opie's yeah, right and so those are the moments where they've done bad things but it's been kind of cool because it's been just this is like I, I I can't buy into this even when um, you know Walt and Breaking Bad at the end of the day he went and freed Jesse mm-hmm. you know to and so I could. Still, I was the last one who could probably root for one of the last. I could root for Walt, but I could see it. I don't know. I don't know if I could root for Jackson. Here's, then I don't, here's and then the I don't know what to do with the show. Here's the thing: the question remains: Will Jax, in the end, choose absolution or will he choose damnation? It is still a choice. He still has an opportunity, but will we? But to stop the slide. But the question is: Will Kurt? Is that the choice that Kurt Sutter wants and, to make with this character? And can we even get behind it? Yeah, when he's gone so far, I mean, I, like, do you think the absolution is taking out all the all the motorcycle gangs and charming? I don't think just so. like clearing charming of everything, wiping I, the slate clean. Absolution at the end of season six was getting his kids clear of this violence, and he does not go to see them not once in this episode. He can't even face them. He says, "You know, I can't go home until I'm clear on what I need to do." And we're going to get into the plot in just a moment. But we're uh, obviously, you know, his character is so central to the show. We have to discuss. So this yeah, time. yeah. So here's the question. I think it is still very much the same thing. It is. Can he or will he 
get his sons out of the cycle of violence that has claimed him. That has claimed him the same way that it claimed his father and the same way that it claimed his adoptive father. But I don't think so, because with violence, he's... He had a chance. They were like going legit. He had a chance. Like now, it's. I mean, like they just ignited such a war. But can his kids get clear of it? I don't think so. Now, how do his kids get clear? He he doesn't want to send them away, Mm -hmm. right? He's like, they're my boys. Wendy snatches them and she runs. That's. I mean, but that's not him getting them clear. Yeah. All right. The weirdest thing I see. The only way I see the kids getting out of it Mm -hmm. is honestly, I see after everything's over, it's Unser left with the two kids. That's if he survives. We're going to get and into he has all of it. cancer as well. So. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's start from the top of the so, episode because okay, we got a lot Sorry. to cover. All right? Oh, uh, so we open with a classic Sons of Anarchy opening montage, seeing where everyone has been. It's only been about 10 days. Great, great rendition of Forever My Love. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only been 10 days since the events of the season six finale, uh, and Jax is in prison, uh, throwing down some horrifying Aryan vengeance. Uh, on a on a uh, on a snitch, carving a swastika into his chest and uh, and pulling out his canines, which is oh. Stephen. You were telling us uh, while we were watching the episode the significance of that. Well, it's like it's defanging the wolf. It's like taking away the power the person has over him. So I didn't know at the time what he was using the teeth for, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of that would be the any significance of that. So I don't know if we're going to see more right imagery with teeth in the future. It kind of clued me into that. I think we probably will. But it was just for anyone who was confused. I mean, he makes a joke about it like, you know, I don't know what you guys do with teeth. You know, maybe you, uh, you'd you make a necklace out of it. But uh, there was a, a larger significance there. I've never seen that move performed. Well, he um, took his canines out. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. I imagine yeah. the next time we see Tully, he'll be wearing a necklace with the teeth. I think that yeah. would be kind of a nod well, to Well, the, that's the Shout big... Shout out to... To Marilyn Manson. Yes. yes. Who did a pretty stellar yeah, job. He, yeah. he kept it right in the pocket. He didn't do too much. He was very effective as uh, this new character, Tully, who is the uh, third highest ranking member of the Aryan Brotherhood, which is insane. And he's going to be controlling practically the entire West Coast. It's surprising how much people are, like don't know about Marilyn Manson, because they only think of like his music and his portrayal, but he's mm-hmm. a very, very intelligent person outside of that. Mm-hmm. So seeing him in the role, I'm like, Thank you. Like you can portray an intelligent role well. People aren't going to think you that you have to be super weird to be something like that, right? And it's also you know like in drama, it's the less you do, the mm-hmm. better. And he's just he was just very very convincing. And you know we see Jacks making this very solid tactical decision here. You know we had all that drama with the Aryan Brotherhood last season, really over the course of the whole series. But that big flare up, the shootout at the ranch. Uh, and he needed to make sure, especially in the light of everything that's going on with this big racial war that's erupting in Stockton and Oakland, that, you know, that white is out of play, that they are in no danger from the Aryan Brotherhood. Now, we were talking before the show uh, about how uh, about how Jax is carrying out a lot of actions in this episode based on a flawed premise that, uh, that the Asians, that the Chinese uh, were the ones who killed Tara. Uh, but he's still a very good general. He's just operating on poor information, and he's too close to the situation. He's too personal with the situation to uh, analyze that information. But he's still making smart moves. Uh, he's still making smart moves in, in terms of factions. He's making sure that White's out of play. They may have to perform a few favors for them down the road, and I'm sure that they will. You wouldn't get a guest star like Marilyn Manson. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you, we weren't going to see him again, right. but making sure that they are not a threat 
before he even gets out of jail. Smart call. Um, I do want to point out, though, because looking at my notes for the montage we saw at the beginning, it really does foreshadow where we're se- where every character is at emotionally right now. Because when it shows Jacks beating the living crap out of somebody he barely even knows, ripping the fangs out, it's kind of like his savagery. It's kind of foreshadowing how savage he's going to be to his opponents in this. We see um, the new Kara Kara when, uh, what was her name? Red Woody with, uh, with Lila. Yeah, with Lila seeing the cage. And it's kind of... And when we see her later, like, talking about how she wants to move into a production standpoint, like, she's trying to get away from that. So it shows that her character's feeling shameful for kind of what she's going through. And then, uh, Unsert Tara's Grave. Jax has been so trying to stay away from the kids, trying to stay away from everything that has to do with Mm -hmm. Tara. Nobody's really talking too much about Tara except for Gemma in her own psychopathic way, but bringing Unser back down to, he's the one who really is still connected emotionally with wanting well, to do he things was, right. He was very, very close with Tara last season. He was trying to help her get out last season. And I'm sure on some level, the fact that he didn't see this coming, he's got to feel some responsibility. Yeah. He He's still a lawman. He still wants to know what happened. Right. And since the, the, there's no information, it's good, uh, it's really good writing and really efficient writing to connect them that early on in the episode. We also have Juice, who's doing nude push-ups for no reason. Hey, nude push-ups mean that you're mentally unsound. Yeah, well, I I think the look in his eyes means that he's mentally unsound. And also (laughs) how arranged and organized and clean uh, Wendy's apartment is. Uh, which is just like a level of OCD specificity that we've never seen from Juice. Um, Which, like... Let's talk about Juice for a second. Juice has been, I mean, through the ringer. Through the ringer. And even before this whole Tara incident, uh, he knew that he was marked for, he was marked for blood. Because, uh, you know, he had let slip while he was on drugs to Nero that, uh, that Jax was responsible for that murder last season. Yeah, so, you know, Juice was already terrified for his life. I feel like a lot of fans after the finale were like, well, why would Jax, or sorry, why would Juice help Gemma considering what he saw? He was still just protecting the club, I think, on uh, on that level. It's instinct. Yep. It's instinct. And also, let's not forget, Roosevelt uh, basically blackmailed him for like two seasons in a row. Okay, so he has no, there's no love lost there. By killing Roosevelt. Is Juice like the... He's like the character now that we just don't know when he's going to die. Because for the past three seasons, we've just been yeah. like, yeah. they're going to kill Juice. Oh, they're going to kill... No, Juice is going to kill himself? Yeah. No, they're going to kill Juice. What, do you Juice. think Juice is going to be the one walking away with the kids at the end of the show? <laughs> no, but I just... It's just... It's weird that he's still around, and I'm wondering how they're going to play him. Because, I mean, shout out to Theo Rossi. Yeah. He's been doing a great job, but I'm kind of... I'm kind of sick of seeing him just in that... In that intensity Mine, mode? Yeah, it's just, I, I miss the old well, it's comedic very juice. Stressful. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very, very stressful, stressful to watch him because we love him yes. so much. Yep. And, and again, shout out to Theo Rossi and to the writers for taking this guy on this journey because when we started this show, he was kind of, he was part of our comic relief. He was the one who was just kind of like right. cool and funny and sweet. And like to see him so, you know, like just beaten down every single season. There's an interesting parallel to what Jax has been going through, where Jax is trying to pull the club up by its bootstraps and keeps getting beaten down. This is a guy who just wants to exist and just wants some piece of happiness, but life just keeps shitting on him. I just had a bad ADD moment. I have to share it with you guys. Okay. I miss Clay. (laughs) I'm not joking. I'm I'm not joking. Kevin Undergaro, you love Listen Clay to me. more than no, anyone no, else. No, no, okay, because I 
don't know if Clay would let it come to this. Honestly, hmm. I don't. You know what I mean? I almost wish we had him. I don't think he'd let it come to this. Well, it's it would be a different show if Clay was still on it. I know. I feel like, and I still feel, and I and watching you know Boardwalk and just jump to another show and how Jimmy was off to early. Mm-hmm. I feel like Clay was taken out too early. I feel like there are political reasons behind the scenes mm-hmm. as to why, and not creatively, we'll be told something differently. But I think he was meant to go into the season and toward the end, like Gemma. I think, I think. I mean it when I say miss Clay, but I miss him creatively because I feel like he would have added something better to this. What I will say about that, and, and I agree, with, I mean, I agree with you to a point, especially about you know the reasons necessarily as to why he's now no longer on the show and why he was killed off, not even at the end of last season. Uh, I think that this show had a very different intended ending than the ending we are going to get, and Clay's early exit. Is one of the key reasons, that, right? Is one of the key reasons why this season is going to be, I think, just relentless. Like you, you remember how relieved we were in the middle of last season when things got lighter a little bit. We got that great episode where Jack spoke to you know all the charters and got them all to ratify that we're all going legit, and we're like, oh yeah, and Bobby, and Bobby know, came Bobby back, recruited, and yeah. exactly, and we were so excited. Yeah, there's no, no, there's no relief this year. No, and I think that. Um, Oh, I guess I'm just an American um, TV viewer in the respect that I was hoping for Jax to bring make the club legit mm-hmm. at some great cost to him personally. Yeah, and you know, it and seems see like Clay so, pay it, at the end of the day. Yes, and that's because we want to see White Hat kill Black Hat. Yes, that's, and yeah. I think that you know Sutter has decided to be uber original. And go in a way that a structure that we are not accustomed to as American yeah. TV viewers. And I think you know it's it's and definitely that, he's I, asking. I'm not programmed. For, yeah. you know, Forty years of TV viewing, I'm not programmed to see this. He's I asking. Just, to go ahead. I just feel like when you had Clay, you had an enemy to rally against. Mm-hmm. You had what what Jax knew was okay. This is I'm against Clay. Jax versus Clay. When you have Gemma. I feel like all the hatred that he wanted the audience to have against Clay, he's just pushing towards Gemma. Because I just feel like Gemma's a little bit too unlikable so far hmm. for this season. Like, because I didn't like I didn't like her before. Oh, I mean, she's well, she's almost she's I mean, oh, practically worse than Clay. Yes, uh, but no, no, no. She is worse than Clay. Yeah, Be- and I think we're going to find out that she was the Lady Macbeth, like you said, mm-hmm. and that she has pulled all the strings right. from back in the day. Well, here we're going to get into it. Right, I, I, I want to just get through a lot Clay. of this plot. We're already I'm nearly just, nineteen really minutes so into the show. I know, I know, episode. I know. So uh, you know, we see we see uh, Patterson comes to visit Jax, and she tells the story. We learn a little bit about her. We learn that she lost a son and a nephew to gang violence. Um, and she she tries to reach out emotionally to Jax, who has not said one word to her during his incarceration, during the investigation into Tara's murder. Um, and uh, he finally speaks to her and he asks her, you know, why is she telling him this? And um, she says something that I think is very, very, very important. She's trying to reach out to the person who was going to do the right thing nine days ago because she knows when he gets out of jail... It's going to be all-out war. And she knows he is capable of being that person. And it is a choice 
not to be that person right. today and not to be that person tomorrow. And you know, the I feel like this whole this whole series has been building up to the choice to go full outlaw because he he has been someone who's had a good heart in regardless of all the horrible things that he's done. He has wanted to be better. He has wanted the club to be better. And he flat out says at the table today, I was wrong to ever think that we could be better. Uh, that's what I mean. It was like, uh It was like, really? Yeah. It's just like, like one tragedy. The, the, I think that's why we're well, so bothered tragedy. by it. It was yeah, his soulmate. The, it's the it was soulmate. tragedy of the his kids, lifetime. It was his soulmate. It's the tragedy of his lifetime. And I get that. I don't want to discount it. No. But to have it discount... Every positive thing that he has ever strived for, all six seasons that we've out. watched him, it bums us out because it makes us feel like, well, then what were we here for? It's saying, did we waste our time rooting for you? Is there any chance that you can ever be the person that we've wanted you to be this whole time? It, it, and it, there's a new trend, and I feel like the past few like AMC shows to come out, like uh, like Hold and Catch Fire yep. and Low Winter Sun. Uh, and a few other series, uh, The Leftovers being the most successful among them, where they ask a lot more of an audience's patience, where they're deviating from, from, the, that from the typical themes and structures right. that we are used to. Almost like more European. Right. And taking more risks, narratively. Um, you know, like, ugh, I could talk about how good The Leftovers is for a thousand years. But uh, the issue is... When you're pushing an audience's patience, when you're asking them to give you several hours of their time before you give them anything to root for, or anything to excite them, or anything to grab onto about your main character, you're risking people jumping ship. That instinct that you had after watching him rub salt into this wound, stab him in the head, well, I think I I'm done. I mean, I guess because I'm old and just the violence. And it was yeah. just. And, and by the way, now if that was a guy who had it coming. Mm-hmm. It right, would, it would have been. It would have been. Oh wow, cool! But I, I I'm speechless. Yeah. I'm still speechless. And I just want to say really quickly to anyone who you know is like, oh, these guys are being incredibly negative towards the show. We love this show. We love this show so fiercely yeah. that this is just us being defensive at seeing an episode that makes us concerned. In our emotions. Yeah. You know, I, it, I can't help how I feel. Like, I just was really just freaked out by Everybody that. wants yeah. to see justice carried out, and we want to see uh, we want to see a good ending uh, that feels like we spent our time wisely and that this cycle of violence maybe won't continue into the next generation. We want to have some hope, and this was a very hopeless episode on purpose. We don't want another final season of Dexter. Um, but so talking with Patterson, uh, it, it does. It really sets the tone for the entire season. She says, in 20 years, I've never talked about my personal life. And the quote she says is, I want to connect with the guy who did the right thing 10 days ago, who knows the importance of family and knows that more violence will destroy what's left of him or what's left of his, which really, I don't think she's talking about his family as as, as him and Abel and Thomas. I think he's talking. she's talking about his family as if the club. So looking at that, I think the more violence is what he's going into is going to destroy the club. I think that, honestly, I think... I think everything is going to be laid everything. waste. Yes, absolutely. But I honestly, I took it, I took it far more literally that she's like, like, think about, think about your family before you do this. Think about your sons. It's always been the, this, this first season 
is all like his whole journey is about his son and whether or not his son is going to be able to leave this yes. hospital. No, well, it's, I, it's 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 right. from the beginning. And, this and is and Abel's story. Writing in the journal, reading the you know the dads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's what she meant. That's what she meant saying to him. Right. But I'm talking about looking in at the writing in terms of foreshadowing. Got yeah. it. Okay. Um, so we've got uh, Alvarez and Nero and Lynn. They're all working together. Uh, and uh, Alvarez and uh, and Oso. I believe is uh yeah Osos are the ones yeah. the other the other uh you know Mayan crew and uh they're unsure of Nero's loyalties you know he's got all these connections to the sons obviously they had that falling out last season but they still can't be entirely sure that he's on their side uh so they just want to make sure that that everything's all right we get this great scene Jimmy Smith is just great on this show yeah um, especially considering that he played a politician on uh, on the West Wing, you know, years ago, uh, and he's talking about being a politician here, which is a lot of fun to watch. I think we've always said that he's been on a path of, you know, he's just he's pulled back into this life, mm-hmm. and we've always said that being around Gemma and the Sons has, you know, it's, it's brought not, him nothing but not trouble. Great, yes, and um, I think. Where he's always been really shrewd and, you know, not one step ahead, but he's caught on pretty fast. I think he's going to be so blown away by the dark turn of Jax. Mm-hmm. Like, remember last season with Jax? He was like, I know you did it. And he had his eye on him. He's like, and and he really stood his ground or whatever. I, I think that Jax is such another level of psychotic now. Mm-hmm. I think that Gemma, who's now talking to herself or talking to a spiritual tower, is totally Oof. psychotic. Oof. And I think Nero is just, now he's over his head. Yeah. Nero's in a bad place, especially because he's the middleman. He's the, he's the glue that's actually but tying this alliance together right. barely. And mm-hmm. he's been, but he's been very cool and in control mm-hmm. and kind of fearless, you know, since we've seen him. I think he's going to be absolutely horrified. Like he's even gonna be this guy who's seen crazy shit in his life. Yeah, I think he's gonna be like, wow. Yeah. Well, I feel like, and and without jumping too far ahead, right? Um, I feel like he senses something is up with Gemma, and we'll get to that in a moment. Okay. Um, so uh, the sons. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you, but like tying two things together, I don't know if this is a good tie together or not, but. I mean, he'd be horrified with what they did to the guy in the wheelchair. I mean, if we remember Nero, too, his mm-hmm. son is handicapped. Yeah. yeah. So it's like even the small things like Jack that to us are, like, hilarious, like, would horrify him. Well, let's talk about Flint because, uh, you know, the Grim Bastards, uh, who the Suns allied themselves with at the end of last season, mm-hmm. and the Suns uh, visit this guy, uh, a few of the Grim Bastards' uh, prospects were run off the road by an Impala. They know that Flint has information about it. And, uh, you know, we get this great, great classic SOA intimidation scene where it's like we don't, as Jax is getting out of jail, we don't have time to deal with your crap. We know that, you know, you know that we know that you're lying. So we're going to drag it out of you by dragging him behind this car, uh, which was just brutal. Uh, And also... One of the few times I've like seen like obvious CG on this show. It's like they use so many practical effects, um, but it, it's just kind of hard. Apparently, it's not SAG registered to put somebody in a wheelchair and drag them behind a motorcycle. Matt, shocker! I know. Yeah. You know, I didn't like that they they just gave the only line Tig really has this entire episode is this throwaway line about about just, his mother's asshole. Yeah, it's just being weird for the sake of being weird. It didn't feel like it had a purpose of Tig being weird. It was just like, oh, let's make Tig talk about screwing his mother and calling himself Little Alex Enema. I don't think that there's. A, I I didn't have a problem I with had, it. Yeah, I, I thought that was that. that was classic. And we'll Tiggy. see more. We'll see more of Tig. Yeah. Don't 
I hope so. I can't yeah, we will. I like we will. To, I'm sure we will. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah. It's yeah. tough to um, spread the wealth for the writers. In any case, they're able to get information out of him. We'll get to that in a second. I just want to get through all the things that happen before Jax gets out, and then we're going to move in story by story. Wendy chooses to leave rehab early uh, because as she sees it, Jax is in jail, and the, the boys need her. That's her position. It was her position last year. And, uh, you know, Unser gets her out and takes her home. And she says, oh, don't come up. It's a mess. And the place is spotless because Juice has been living there. Uh, fright of her life. And he realizes he's been he's caught. He's been exposed. And he begs her, don't tell anybody that I'm here. The club is going to kill me. Uh, and th- that's one of the, like, the classic tropes of Sons of Anarchy is it's someone's got a secret, someone finds out, all hell breaks <laughs> loose. It's always, right. yeah, it's always that. So we, as soon as we know this, we know this won't end well. So Jax gets out of prison, um, and Gemma is, uh, is driving, is driving uh, with him down to Scoops. And, uh, or she thinks they're going home, but he, he chooses to go to Scoops. And, uh, you know, Jax is very contained. He's very somber. Somber. He asks her, you know, about the funeral. She tells him quietly. And she is just, she is such a piece of work because she is acting like nothing is wrong. She, I don't know how a person gets so fractured that they're able to turn all these pieces into little compartments and compartmentalize every part of themselves. It's, uh, it's usually, it's called the right man complex. Hmm. So, Hitler. Mm hmm. Uh, and it, you know, he thought he was a savior to Germany, mm-hmm. and he was ridding all the Jews who were trying to ruin Germany. That's the right thing to do. Right, he is the she right man. Sa- she's protecting these two babies mm-hmm. and her son, and she was protecting the club. The club, yeah. So what? And by the way, and it's the same in, party in line in, as dear departed Clay. And in real life, guys, beware people who do have the right man complex because mm-hmm. they will stop at nothing because yeah. they believe. They've convinced themselves they're right. So because that's why. That's the thing, and that's the key difference, in my opinion, between Gemma and Clay. That makes her worse than Clay because uh, whatever Clay said was for the good of the club. He ultimately <laughs> knew right, that yeah. it was for himself. himself. He was trying to. He wanted to cash out at the end, and yeah. he knew. He's like everyone dies broke or yeah. gets killed. He's like he wanted to cash out and make some money. Like that's that's just who he is, he, right? But she is a true believer. In the club, as uh, as perverse yeah, JT is. got weak with yeah. the club, and, and I think we'll find out she killed him. Yeah. She has always been the true believer. She has always been yes. the mother hen. And it, it comes out now that anything that she does in her mind, no matter what it is, is for the good of the club. She is the only person who knows what's good for the club, and she will always act for the good of the club. She's in serious, deep denial, and it's horrifying. It really, really is. Mm-hmm. Well, and we can see the paranoia is already kind of getting to her. I mean, the first scene we see of her is sitting next, sitting down, and Patterson sits next to her, and the first mm-hmm. thing she asks is, so, you hear anything about Gemma? I mean, you right. hear anything about Tara? Like, she's trying to pick people's brains to make sure nobody knows anything. Well, and it she's makes me always worry, been paranoid. But it makes me worry for anyone who finds out. Like, every time, literally every time I f- see a character who finds out about Juice or finds out about what Gemma might have done, I feel like she's going to just take them aside to the room and kill them. Like, I <laughs> and literally it'll be for feel the good of the club. It'll be for right. the good of the yeah. club. And for the good of the boys. But and my I just, babies. Yeah. I just wanted to vomit when oh. Jack's like, grabs her hand and is like, the burden on you. 
Yeah. I love you, Mom. And by the way, it's, it's <sighs> the cla- it, that is classic mm-hmm. in terms of you know storytelling. Great story. So it's like it's that I trust you implicitly. You're amazing, and we know mm-hmm. we will get the flip before this series yeah. is over, which is gonna be like you. Yeah. You did all of this. Mm-hmm. You know he, where he's gonna find out. Yeah. Well, and we, we also find out that. Abel doesn't have that door should be locked. Abel doesn't have any idea what's going on with Tara. Really, he just knows mommy's in heaven, and mm-hmm. Jax doesn't want to see his kids at this point either. Yeah, uh, and not only that. Um, pardon me, that was incredibly distracting. Someone opened the door. Why would you do that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, not only that. We've got uh, Gemma has this scene with Juice, just kind of going back to um, to her kind of like true believer stuff. And uh, the two things that are important here. One, she says to Juice, you gave me, I don't remember the exact quote, it was like, you gave me a story, you gave me a truth, you gave me a truth I could live with, or you gave me a truth that gave me life, basically. Um, this is you, The truth that you gave me is the only reason that I, I'm walking around right now. And also, Patterson says at the top of the show that Gemma is the only person that Jax will talk to. So while he's in prison with nobody, he's got a cell phone to the club, but he's not getting advice from them. When they approach him and they give him their condolences, you know, it feels like they haven't gotten a chance to really say what they yeah. anything of substance to him. So she has been the bird in his ear for nine straight days feeding him lies coming up with a story and feeding it to him, and that is the only information he's been getting, fueling his rage as he's contained in a cell with other animals. Is that what you got from that? Because I didn't know if... Was he, he was he talking to his mom the entire time in jail? Mm-hmm. Okay. She, it, I, I got the impression that Patterson comes every day and gives him updates and grills him, and he says nothing, and that Gemma comes every day, and he talks to Gemma. I have a feeling, too, you guys, that he's not only going to find out that the mother killed Tara, he's going to find out that the mother killed his father, and that everything, mm-hmm. again, I said this earlier, it's gonna be is based on a lie. It's going to be everything he's been, his 30 years on this planet or whatever, uh, thinking about this brotherhood, it's just all crap. It was mm-hmm. all based, it's like the father had one direction and the mother, when she just yeah. took over, that was it. Well, you know, when it comes to final seasons of shows, they're a few, they're a few finer than The Shield, which is Kurt Sutter's former series, the one that he came up on. Right. He, you know, he broke his chops on. And uh, that's like the best, potentially the scene. I need to watch it. It's potentially the best drama finale of all time. Like, oh. it really, really is. Uh, and it is, ultimately, it is a tragedy, but it is also, it also feels just. And I have to hope that we're going to get the same feeling from this finale, but I have to admit, it's it's feeling like it's going to be far more Baroque and grand and horrifying. I, I, just, think, I think it'll be just in the fact that everybody who has to come and is going to get it, but the mm-hmm. problem is, who are we going to root for? I, think every, I don't know who's going to be left that we... Well, we're, we're going to try to answer that question right. in a like, moment. Sure. I just want to talk quickly but, about but, iTunes. But, uh, I want to talk about iTunes really quickly before we get back into the conversation. We're 35 minutes deep. We've got to mention it. <laughs> Folks, uh, if you've been paying attention to AfterBuzz TV for a while or if you're brand new, welcome. The The best way that you can support us here at AfterBuzz TV is to go to iTunes, rate and review the shows that you listen to or that you watch on YouTube. It is so important to us. It's how people find our shows and know that we put out a quality piece of content. And also, it's the 
the best way for us to acquire sponsors, get guests in the studio here for you. Uh, we want to make sure that we're giving you the best possible Sons of Anarchy programming possible. So rate and review the show, and that way you also get a great shout-out here on the show with us, uh, and we get to know exactly what your feedback is and make sure we're giving you the show that you want and deserve. Thank you. Shout out to K2 from February 22nd. <laughs> great show. This is a wonderful podcast to accompany Sons of Anarchy. Keep up the great work. That's the only one we've gotten between the seasons, okay. though. So. Well, you know, get us some more, and you'll get a great shout out on the show. Uh, um, okay, so... What I was going to say, it's just the line with Juice and Gemma. So it's it's weird to me that Juice isn't like looking at this and being like, she's absolutely insane, when she's like, if he finds out, he will not only have lost his wife, but he'll lose his mother. And the kids will lose the love oh, of yeah, a she's strong putting, woman. Putting it all on him. And then... I'm the only thread holding this family together. Mm-hmm. So, like, it really kind of gives us a look into what Gemma's thinking right Great now. Great pathos. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. She is insane. Well, she's insane, and it's... But I follow the logic, mm-hmm. and I think it was good writing, because I, I've, I, I've, I can see where a person like that could talk themselves... By the way, how many mm-hmm. times have you been around people who talk themselves into oh, yeah. the craziest shit? Mm-hmm. So, I can see that logic... And her talking herself yeah. right into you that. You take all the crime and murder out of it. That's still just a terrible woe is me mother, you know, yeah. who just wants everyone to pity them and everyone to just pick up the slack uh, because uh, their life is so hard and uh, everyone needs I'm doing them. Everything, everything to keep this that together. I can to yeah. keep everyone together. Well, she doesn't have anyone else really. Clay's gone. She's yeah. got Nero, and Nero's not in a very good place right yeah. now. And you know, Juice is the only son that she that she can trust. That knows everything that she can appeal to on an emotional level. Jack, she can she can manipulate, but she can't connect with him anymore. It's interesting you just said that because what it came to mind is when Clay treated Juice like a son, mm-hmm. and how Juice, Juice. sent Juice. and how Poor Juice, Juice sent Clay up the river without a paddle for Jax. And didn't want to, but yeah. didn't want to. But if Juice yeah, does did. the same to Gemma. It's possible. Well, here let's let's talk about Jax uh, for a minute because we got a lot to cover and not a ton of time to we do got, it. We can we can go over. We're good. It, well, still. Uh, so he sits everyone down at the table. We talked briefly about this, but he basically he says, "Look," and this is this is uh, Kurt Sutter and the writing staff saying to the audience, "Look, we're in for a dark road here, and I I need your trust. I need to know that everyone every man here uh, is willing to kill or die for." Every single person at this table, um, and everyone sits quietly, taking in, taking in that uh, he's basically saying that every good thing that they did in the last couple of years was a mistake, and that a lot of people are going to oh. die, and that this is the man that we put in charge of our club and that we put our faith in, and uh, you know we know he's hurting, but is this the right call? Like even Happy looks nervous, like that's how bad it is. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, like everyone next to you, sh- you should be able to die and kill for. Which I mean, which should be normal, but in this context, it's like a little bit. Yeah, Chip is so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're yeah. with you, Jackie. We're with you, Jackie. Oh my god, I, I know he's gonna die this season, Chibs. Yeah, it's like there's no way. Yeah. I mean, in, not... but don't you think Tiggy's gonna die? I mean, I think everybody's every, gonna die. I mean, really, it just surprisingly be I like the six feet under and, and, and I hate to say it, I feel like. Because Sutter himself as a writer seems like he's getting darker with his writing. Mm-hmm. I don't put it past him to kill them all. Yeah. Just yeah. to have the whole club just die. Yeah. It's entirely possible. You you could make an argument that any one of them deserves it. They've all done terrible things. It's yeah. the truth. 
So uh, we we end we we go right to commercial off of Jax's reaction to it and just these eyes these just like yeah. not just thousand yard million yard stare yeah. of just like there's going to be hell to pay Nero comes for a meet and like when when Jax sees Nero the look he gives him terrified me you know before like Nero kind of hugs him and Jax doesn't hug him back and he's like you know can we can we talk but on some level he's just sort of like betrayer like you you consort with the chinese the chinese killed my wife how dare you yeah um and you so know, at this point jacks has been told by Gemma that the Ch- that, that that chinese has killed his I wife i think that she told him days ago in prison okay so she's been planning this for a long time then she's well no she just she thought of a story she thought of a story that made sense to her and she went and fed it to him as soon as possible and, and can i tell you guys why it's so interesting because in the past, when I go back to Gemma and Clay, mm-hmm. she was uh, really smart about keeping the club together, winning battles for the club, keeping Clay in power, you know, early on. And this basically just saved her ass, but screwed the club. Yep. And the pre- past Jenna, it was. She was a better tactician for the club, mm-hmm. and this is, I don't know how many other times I remember, but this is one time that this is totally about saving her ass, and she just totally screwed the club. In a big like, way. In a big way. It was, mm-hmm. it, and... And she's not even thinking of the kids, because no, this is just going to... Everybody. She, she, and so, is it because she's losing her mind, or, or at the end of the day, she's like everyone else, and just trying to cover her own ass, and all of the stuff about club and those kids coming first is just a lie and that she's just the ultimate narcissist see to me it's it's that the right man thing i think she's a true believer i think she really thinks that keeping herself alive is the only thing that's going to help these boys and help this club oh in God. her mind so go to war let's lose more soldiers let's yeah say, but in her mind she stays alive club stays alive right you know the it's dream stays i mean alive. it's wow. uh it's who am I thinking? It's like it's uh, like Nero in in Rome, like not not our Nero, but like uh, or who am I thinking? No, of? there's been many leaders yeah. like that. They were just God, sort I of mean, like they, let they, the city burn. They were saying during the Cuban Missile Crisis, mm-hmm. they recently found out that Castro went to the Russians and said, "Okay, so are we going to nuke him?" And the Russians were like, uh, listen, we're putting on this like really strong front, but this Kennedy guy, uh, he's a cowboy, and this is the United States. We, we, our telephones are from the 1940s. Yeah. They'll, they will wipe us out in a war, but guess what? They're going to start first and wipe you out. And he's like, so? Yeah. Good. Are we going to do it or what? Mm-hmm. He didn't care. Like, True people going to get wiped out. He's like, I don't yeah. care. Let's do it. Let's fight him. Yeah. So uh, Nero says, you know, uh, Alvarez and Lynn, they want to sit down. They have a, week, uh, a meet and... Jax is like, good, let's set it up, let's do it today. Uh, and Nero is shocked. And, 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 but like, at the time, we're like, oh, good, all right, Jax is just being aggressive. He's, he's setting up meetings. He's trying to make, stabilize the situation, trying to catch up for lost time. And they have this meet, and it, it just feels wrong. It's just the, the moment. You know when I knew something was up with Jackson mm-hmm. the Asians or Jackson the Mexicans, whatever I don't want to yeah. use politically incorrect terms here, but you know, um, is when Nero says they just wanted me to tell you that 
yellow and brown didn't have anything to do with Tara's death and mm-hmm. Jax's look at that point. Yeah. And we don't know yet that he has been told that an Asian had killed Tara, but his look there means he wants to kill them all. Yeah. And when they have this meeting, I thought he would just kill them all at this meeting. Mm-hmm. I swear. I thought I thought they'd just pull up with a freaking Uzi and just mm-hmm. go they season two on their asses. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Instead... He pull he pulls the same thing that they pulled uh, at the beginning of season five. Here, come out to the party. Have a party. Yeah, yeah, come out to the party, and we'll we'll have a meeting. You'll talk to Connor. You'll get your guns. Look at all these nice promises I'm making you that are utter bullcrap. Yeah. Uh, um, and so they uh, they get everyone uh, to agree to come to this party. If it feels weird, if it feels weird, then you can just go. But it was never about them. <laughs> it was about this one guy. Done. Um, oh. In any case, as they're leaving, they get a call from the Grim Bastards. They think they found the Impala. They think they found uh, the, this guy who's responsible. So they head over there, not alert, alerting the Niners to the fact that they're going to be in their territory. And they bust up in this place. And what they find uh, is uh, is a man screwing a man who's eating out a woman, who has a gun, and then a third man is filming. <laughs> All three of the men... Priests. Priests. Pastors. Pastors. Um, isn't... Kurt Sutter's not religious at all, isn't it? This is kind of like a dig at... Well, organized religion. I'm I mean, we, sure. I'm just, his, we've I think had a lot of... Twisted, which yeah. he likes to be. If yeah. you read his tweets, I mean, he loves to be mm. twisted. So fine, being yeah. twisted... It was kind of comical right. and terrifying. The one thing, yeah. though, that makes me curious about about this event, and I think it's going to come back on them, is uh, the moment that they spend um, with the three newer guys burying these guys in shallow graves in the woods. In shallow marked graves. Which I'm, I'm just sort of like... No, let them burn the bodies. Why are you leaving evidence? Yeah, why? Why? Yeah, why no. are you marking the graves? What's the point? It's the fact that they're pastors, and it's Jack's. It's another thing of Jack's being so dark now. It's if he had respect, he would have buried the pastor at six feet under. He would have mm-hmm. given him proper burial or some way. Like he could have said, "Hey, give him a proper burial." But the fact that he's just shallow, Mark Grave is like disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And then it's it's the fact that also when he shoots three of them, and then the one guy, the cameraman's still alive. The only thing in Jack's mind right now is. I don't care that these are the wrong people. I just care that I need a favor from the bastards. Yeah. And we got we to gotta make yeah, them pop. owe me a favor. Pop, pop. pop. Mm-hmm. No emotion in his None. eyes. He's killing a man. He's killing the wrong man who did nothing wrong. Yep. These are, so, yeah. No remorse. Five people, five innocent people died this episode. Yeah. 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 And that's why, that's why it hurts. Not one of them deserved it. Not one. No. Just for his own favor. Yeah. So they have this party at Red Woody. Um, and uh, Nero shows up uh, after talking to uh, uh, after talking to our old pal Chucky, who says she misses you. You should talk to her. Uh, and you know, um, and Lila does the same thing to Gemma. He misses you. You should talk to him. And they reconnect immediately. And Gemma's like, uh, "Screw this one day at a time shit. Come here." You know, and she plants one right on him. And I I can't help but feel like. She's just like she's she's using him too. Like this love, the like one positive thing that she had. He's now an ally that she really needs. 
she needs someone. And he and he may have messed up by breaking up with her mm-hmm. and really hurting her feelings. Yep. And that might make her be like, okay, effer, I'm never going to forget that. And that's never going to happen again. Mm-hmm. So I believe it. He, he could just now be a pawn to her. Yeah. Rather than um, legit. I don't know. Well, here's the thing, right? We'll, we'll we have find that out. last we'll- scene with them in the montage where uh, she starts breaking down, and he's like, it's okay, everything's okay. Oh, you- so maybe, you're right. So Okay, so with that, I forgot about the breakdown. You know, maybe maybe she will open up and confess to him. Maybe. I, the, the, or that something's wrong. The interesting thing to me is that I think he can tell something's wrong. Something's really wrong. Something's changed. I, 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 I have utmost faith that that, went, that thought crossed through his head. Um, I feel like... If he finds out mm-hmm. and she tells him everything, he's going to tell Jax. No, no, that's the problem. Is with the way this show is written and with the way it goes, everything that could possibly go wrong goes wrong. He's going to find out. He's going to be on the way to tell Jax, oh, yeah. and Jax is going to fucking kill him. Or someone's going to kill. Jax is going to kill him because of his, Jax's own reasons or. Something's going to be played against well, Nero. Listen, at the end of the day, guys, someone's telling Jax. There's no way this show ends, series ends without him finding out. What if it's Gemma? No. I mean, she wouldn't do it on purpose, but if I don't know. I that's feel it. like maybe Juice There's is dying breath. To it. Yeah. If Juice dies and mm-hmm. Jax is there, that's the last thing he tells Jax. Yeah. It's, I think that's, that's highly likely. Um, um, before we move on, because yeah. this has to do with the whole Alvarez and the club thing before mm-hmm. we get into the main scene of the club, one thing we have to mention is... Is how much Alvarez loves the idea of escorts. No, no. but I'm down with that. No, is is that to smooth things over with these three groups, what Jax promises Lynn is that he'll hook him up with Connor mm-hmm. from the Irish right. to sell him guns, and then to smooth things over with uh, Alvarez, it's he's going to talk to Peter Weller... To um, Borowski, Borowski to kind of be leaning on the docks and things like that. So when you have when he's going to war with Lynn now, but at the same time he just introduced Connor to Lynn, like how is this gonna fall through and fall back on him? Well, here's here's what's happening. The only reason why he introduced Lynn and Connor, we we got from the conversation with Connor and the club, which is that he just wants to know that if Connor were to deliver these shipments of guns, where they would be going and when they would hit the streets, so that he knows the priority of targets, the priority of factions of Lynn's gang, who they should take out when, where their forces are stationed, and how much firepower they need. He wants to know. He wants to know up to the minute data on uh, the quality of their arsenal and how many troops that he has because he's going to war with Alvarez. He's trying. He's trying to lure him into a false sense of security. Borowski is still a cro- is still a crooked cop who can still sell these guys out. He's trying to you know keep your friends close and your enemies closer. He's just trying to you know play the nice face as long as possible until. These guys connect the murder of Dunn to the Suns. What if Jax is obtaining an arsenal through the false pretense of it going to Lynn? It's entirely because possible. Because if, if, if Jax did not want the Browns to know that Jax was getting an arsenal... The Mexicans. I'm just going with show names here, guys. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, I never know Yellow what to, and brown. Yeah. yeah um, he, would, he would basically hijack the shipments while killing the group members of, of, uh, of Lynn's group. And then, would Alvarez even know that Jack is amassing? Jack's is amassing this arsenal. Jack's could just take them out without even them 
being yeah. none the wiser. Yeah, uh, but we st- also we still have to remember we don't know how many people Lynn and Alvarez and and Oso have. True. How many people does Jax have? He doesn't have that many, mm-hmm. um, unless he pulls every single charter, charter that there is. And I can't imagine that they'd, they'd all get behind a vengeance play. I can't imagine it. Um, so we get this this torture sequence uh, right before it. Gemma is talking to the ghost of Tara, defending herself and all of her uh, decisions uh, to Tara's ghost as the club walks into the house where Tara was murdered. Right before this, I do want to mention the scene that kind of, you look at it as kind of a little bit unneeded, Mm -hmm. but when Gemma, and kind of ironic name is Dunn, because he's done. Mm-hmm. but when Gemma walks up to Dunn for the first time and he's like, oh, why don't you get a girl? Oh, I'm working. It's like, oh, you know, you never plan, you don't have a wife and kids, you never plan to be this a lot. Mm-hmm. She's basically trying to justify it to herself that Oh, this yep. is somebody who nobody's going to miss. Okay, I can, I'm going to talk to him for a minute to make sure that it's somebody that I can throw under the bus and not really feel too bad about it because mm. it's just like it's yeah. nobody. Yeah, it's, it's the truth. More justification. Yeah, and she justifies it uh, mm. to, uh, Tara. to Tara and says, I'm sorry about the Wendy shit. I didn't see that coming, but she'll be good for the boys. Boys, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> And then she, it's, she um, almost without saying, she's like, all right, boys, I'll get out of your hair while you murder this innocent man. Um, and I don't want to mention, I don't want to mention like names, but if it's like a political, like imagine a president and the wife is really kind of running things mm-hmm. and then the president's gone and the wife still tries to run things. Without the without the sway that she has, like that's what that's what's going on. Like Clay used to run things. Clay's gone now. She doesn't have any of the sway over it. So she's really just a mom to the club now. But she believes she has power still. So it's dangerous. Hmm. Uh, that was a very bad way of putting that. Yeah, analogy. I'm sorry, I, guys. I think it's not it's not necessarily that cut and dry. I think she's always had power. She's had power over Jax, except for when he took it away from her. Tara being out of the picture means there is no one else whispering in Jax's ear. Her power over Jax is far greater than it was for the last few years. Yeah, it's scary. Um, and, like, here's the reason why I'm convinced she told him this story when he was still in jail. You tell it to him right after she's dead. You tell it to him when the grief is so fresh and you are so inconsolable that any facts will do. Anything sticks. Anything sticks. Before you have time to rationalize anything, you tell him. And then you can build upon it. Mm-hmm. Then he can just work it through in his head and figure out uh, and figure out how he's going to get back at him. And imagine plunging that fork into the skull of the guy who did this to his wife mm. over and over and over and over again until there is no other road. That's what she did. And that's the huge problem for the club. Um, let's just talk about the other story that kind of went on this week. Unser discovers that Juice is living at Wendy's. Uh, and it's just like, it's like, Wendy, what? You're going to be staying at Gemma's for three days, but you're going to buy fresh fruit and vegetables and groceries and leave them here on the counter and not even put them away? Can you go in the closet and get my jacket? Yeah. And Juice's backpack. Idiots. All of them. So, of course, Unser comes back 
and uh, mm. and Juice pulls a gun on him, and I thought I thought that was going to be the big and shocker of the, the episode. Of yeah, no, is that no, Unser's, Unser survives too? He's another one like Juicy. Yeah. He survives. Tied up. Uh, Juice boom. can't kill Unser. I don't know. No, like I'm going to tell you right now. It no, I don't think I don't. It think doesn't make sense with this character now because he he has him tied up. I feel like he would have killed him. Right, and he's trying. He's planning to make a break for it anyway and go. So is like, it, I mean, Unser's got. Cancer. I mean, I thought he'd be. He's the one, the ticking time bomb. There's no reason to keep him because he's got cancer. We know he's going to die anyway. So I figured he. He's another one. It's interesting that he's been kept along this long. Well, I feel like if we if we take it three days, she's going to go stay with Gemma for three days. Juice can leave him in the tub for two days. Wendy'll find him tied up, and yeah. they won't know where Juice is. And Juice, get to Montana, please. Mm-hmm. Another important point, and you know, last one before we talk about big picture again. Is that uh, Patterson comes to Unser and she mm-hmm. lets him know we've got this uh, this new, new sheriff, new sheriff, uh, a female yep. who's going to be played by Annabeth Gish, who's an amazing actress. Her name's Althea Jerry. Althea Jerry. Uh, you know she's got this big anti-gang task force past, but she doesn't know anything about the Suns. You kept them in check for such a long time. Can you just tell her anything, please? Because I know that this violence is just going to escalate to a ridiculous right. degree. Well, it's like she doesn't want to happen with her what happened with Roosevelt. Because mm-hmm. Roosevelt went in there from a place of, I'm going to shut, shut this, this down. down. Mm-hmm. And obviously it didn't work. Yeah. I mean, he had to learn the ropes pretty quick. And he's lucky that Jax was on the up and up to tell him the ropes fairly soon when he got there. And try to, even though he was hesitant to it, he still kind of explained things in a way that Roosevelt found logical. We have a Jax who's completely insane at this point. We have Gemma doing all this crazy stuff. And a new sheriff coming in who doesn't even know the situation, who's going to just walk into a bloodbath. The question is, and insane is not the word that I would use. This is a man. This well, Jax is, isn't insane. He's yeah. blind with rage. He's blind with rage. He's driven. He's He's driven. He's just, again... It is just based on a false hypothesis. If he knew the truth and he was going after Gemma, we wouldn't call him insane. We would call him driven. We would be rooting for him to do it. The problem is we hate that he's been hoodwinked because he's our hero. He's our hero and he's doling out justice to innocent people and he doesn't really seem to care right now. He's not thinking clearly. That's why we're so bothered by his behavior. It's hard to root for him. Because he has always been an effective general and an effective soldier. But right now it's against the wrong arm. So in his mind, just trying to remember things about last season, in his mind... He thinks that Lynn hired the hit on Tara to get back at him for for Bo giving High. the giving the well that and giving the gun trade to August, August Marks. Okay, yeah. so that's that's his logic of that's why they killed Tara. Yep, got it. Yep, in his mind it makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, so I don't know where this season and is going to go. We, remember, we August Marks that team could find out mm-hmm. that he killed their leader as well. Yeah. Remember, that's still up in the air. That's still not resolved. Yeah, Damon Pope is still unresolved. Unresolved. Yeah. So I have to imagine all these that's threads coming. are going to get pulled this season. Let's talk predictions. Um. Okay. We can talk about stuff from this episode no. okay. as well. Random, and it, random, random things to throw out. I find it interesting the way they're playing with the race in this, epi- in this episode, too, is because the fact the only um, favor he needed from the Bastards... Was he needed black hands to grab mm-hmm. to grab the Asian guy? So if anyone saw it, they'd see they'd think it was 
um, August's crew. Yeah. And that's just going to start the war between August, who has the gun trade now, and Lin, who wants it. So he's it's a very important point. He's trying to start a, like a flame war between Lin and... Because we, we see this as Gemma is like screwing over everyone because there's going to be a blood war between Jax and the Asians. But this, it's really, it's going to be... It's really going to be the Asians and August. Right, but it's brown and yellow versus black and white. And there was a quote. He's trying. Here. He he made a point when he was talking with Tully that like, look, if push comes to shove, you need to talk to Black if you need extra reinforcements. No matter what the hate is, you know, A B and G B need to hook up. And that's, period. That's the quote I wrote down. Was when push comes to shiv and White needs mm-hmm. a friend, they do best to reach out to the darkest hand in the yard. Yeah. So I think we're gonna see. Was that. Was that only referencing Jack going to the Bastards right now, or was that we're probably going to no, see that play it's out just, a little it's, later? It's going to be all across the Northwest. It's black and white versus brown and yellow. Uh, another uh, thing that we should just keep in our minds, it's in the background. She didn't have any lines this episode, but uh, the teenager from last yep. season, who may or may not be Jax's sister, we don't know, uh, is just around Homeless all lady. the time. We haven't seen her yet. Haven't no. seen her yet. But yeah, she's like hanging around. She's dancing with Rat Boy. I'm like, <laughs> she's too young for you, man. Um, yeah, so that thread is definitely coming back. Anything that has been unresolved, will come back this season. Kurt Sutter learned from Sean Ryan, who did that better than anybody on The Shield. Everything will come back, everything will be resolved, and it will be a bloodbath. Uh, what do you guys think is, is going to happen this season? Any any predictions? We've thrown out a bunch, but let's throw we out have a, a new, few more. Well, next week we have a new sheriff. A new sheriff mm-hmm. in town, Anna um, Beth Gish. Yes, we're going to see... Oh, by the way, shout out to Malcolm Jamal Warner. Yeah, yeah. who's probably Number having the time of, of his um, life. Yeah, yeah, and... Uh, we see Leah Michelle in the Leah Michelle. So we give Sutter more more a credit too for the stunt casting. Casting people against and being type, brave yeah. enough to do that, which is great. Um I don't guys, I don't know. I'm tired and I and I'm sad and I I just don't know what I I it's I, gonna be a slippery slope. Yeah. I hold and, out hope for these kids. I I, I, oh, I truly the, believe Don't you think the sins of the father they have to pay? <sighs> Man. That would just be a killer. I see. How many episodes are we getting this season? Uh, we're not sure yet because, as we remember, in season five they extended it by an extra episode. I think it's probably going to be thirteen with a two-hour finale. I mean, could could we've seen a lot of shows getting just eight for the last season? Could Jack live alone in hell? Does he? You know, everyone, everyone his else kids perish. His mother perishes. You know, the club. It's and, possible, and, he, and that and that's what that's. Yeah. He's just doomed to walk the earth. Those eight episode seasons are, it's always announced we'll return for eight episodes. This was just renewed for a new season. Okay. So you have to assume it's a full cycle of episodes. And by the way, we, last year was 16, wasn't it? Wasn't it a lot of episodes? No. Huh? It was 13. It was, but it, it was just longer ones. It was, they were all 90 minutes versus in the fifth season, uh, it was 14 episodes. Well, in the previews, we see Juice going to Alvarez and wanting to sell out information on the club to Alvarez for protection. Um, I don't see Jax not finding out that Gemma is the one behind Tara's murder. I don't see him not finding out. He's going to find out. No, I, yeah, I see him finding out to. probably before episode five. Like, I feel wow, like it's going to happen earlier early? in the season. Oh, I don't think so. I think it'll happen no. earlier in the season than no, we think. No, I think that's toward the end. That's that, oh my, well, if it does, then maybe well, he let's, starts let's trying to make theory. things this right. This is interesting. Yeah. I feel like... 
I mean, we have Juice at play right now, and Juice's arc has been like this, but it's been stuck at the top for so long now that it really kind of needs to have its end for where his character is gone. So I feel like he needs to serve his purpose, and his purpose is the message getting to Jax of what Gemma has done. Maybe not even entirely, but maybe enough for Jax to question it, and then at least we have two or three episodes of Jax trying to find out the truth, and then maybe, hopefully, we get... The three final episodes are the redemption. Oh wow! What, okay, what I, that makes sense. And what, God, yeah. that, I love that. What I love, what I love about this idea, is Jax is committing to uh, a a course of action that is going to lead to a war that will not be easily stopped. That he is ultimately responsible for. So to discover early on in the season that it was all based on a lie, and now he has to. He His has redemption to fight. is stopping the war well, from happening. Well, no, no, no. It's going to happen, okay. and he's going to have to deal with the consequences of making a rash decision that cost a lot of lives, and that, to me, is very compelling television. Yeah, that's what I oh, hope Steven, is going to happen. You know what? You might be right. Yeah. All right, folks, I want to thank you so much for joining us for this very first episode of the Season 7 of the Sons of Anarchy After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We're going to be here every week giving you the best Sons of Anarchy content that we possibly can. Please rate us on iTunes and uh, and, and review the show. Stephen Lemieux, where can the people find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X, as well as doing the finale of Graceland tomorrow with two actors from the show, Jamie Gray Hyder and Eric Valdez, and surprise special guest might be the creator. Just tune in to see. As well as doing the season finale of MasterChef Season 5 on Monday. And check me out with Matt on Sleepy Hollow coming back this month. And The Strain. The Strain, of course, yes. Sundays. Busy boys. Kevin Undergaro. Uh, at Undergaro and... Uh seven more episodes of Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Uh, folks, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find all my videos for SourceFed and SourceFed Nerd on YouTube. We just want to streamy this weekend for the best news show on YouTube. Uh, so if you like your news with a heaping helping of comedy, you can check us out there. Also doing a bunch of AfterBuzz shows all over the place. The Strain, Ray Donovan, Doctor Who, The Nick. We'll see you next week. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 